Great sipper. <laughs> Super mellow. All right, here we go. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. the Mon Geek More podcast, your favorite podcast, where you come to listen to people talk, debate, and argue over their favorite, their top four, Mount Rushmore's, if you will, of their uh, favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell, by because you're watching us live on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, or listening to us if you decided not to tune into the live, um, is the Mount Geek More of Bad There's TV Dads, beats. right in time for the celebration of Father's Day. Um, I am Nary Signs. With me, as usual, is David. Howdy. And we have, uh, I know it sounds confusing for those people watching us, uh, where it says at his handle, at punk underscore phoenix, but that's actual. That's actually Daniel DeBona. What up, y'all? Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, it's a weird show because there's only three of us. Typically, there's four people in a panel. A couple of times, we've had five people in a panel. And one other time, we've had three people in a panel. So this is the unusual. But uh, trust me when I tell you, uh, everybody on Earth was busy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least this Earth. I, there's multiple Earths. I just I didn't check every Earth in the multiverse, but this Earth, everybody seemed to be busy. Uh, so uh, anyways, with that said, uh, let's go ahead and get it started. How did you guys come up with your selections? David? Uh, so a lot of this was just like off the dome. I thought about which, uh, movie and TV characters, uh, were fathers that I would hate to have. Um, I did eventually rule out fathers that, um, were either, um, manipulated into being bad or, uh, suffer some sort of neuroses or something like that. So that dude, come on. Uh, because, because, uh, I felt it was unfair to those that are just truly evil. So, uh, so there's evil dads. Uh, yeah, these are just like flat out bad dudes. All right. Now you said movie and TV, but we're just doing TV, right? You don't have any movies yeah. on your list. Do you we're just doing TV as per discussed in the group? Uh, if this was the case, then my entire list is um, is gone. <laughs> we, we we discussed this for real. Yeah, we did. Man. Yeah, yeah. It was like a whole thing we talked about. <laughs> when it was after Daniel's nap. <laughs> It was. <laughs> I took a nap and I came back and I was like, I'm good with just TV. And Neri was like, bet or sold. Or yeah, like, yeah, like all right. Oh, so by, dis by disgust, you mean there were two texts sent? 
<laughs> yeah, that was a that was a discussion. We're dudes. I don't know what you wanted. You looked at it. You didn't chime <laughs> in. That was. I mean, if you want to include movies, we can, but that's killing next year's episode. Uh, but it's a, don't you have a bunch of people on your honorable mentions or dishonorable mentions? Uh, I have one character from a TV show. Okay. All right. You want to take a quick fiver, and then we could, we could, we could, we could do this. We, I mean, we could vet. Well, you know me. I could keep fucking talking, dude. We can- yeah. There's, there's, there's no way I'm coming up with a list in five minutes. Oh, okay, okay. sort of a movie and TV. I mean, we we had, I mean, when, when when we discussed this last week, we we went movie and TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, movie and TV. Fuck it. I mean, I'm not. I can't change the title on the screen now because I already made it. So, but that's fine. Movie and TV. Movie and TV. Uh, hang on a second. I'll do this. I'll do this. It's all right. I mean, whichever way. Hey, if you if you can pull it off, because I've only got TV. So what I did. Um, you, know, you want to laugh? Most of mine were movies, and it forced. I had to like be forced to go. I'm like, no, that's a movie too. Like I was like, no, I can't do that one. That's a movie. As well. <laughs> yeah, I just I found I I found that most TV dads were like bumbling idiots and not really like yeah, because you're no, spe- your specific uh, trait for this is evil. Like you wanted to go with evil. I just went with bad dads. Like dads who are not good. I mean, yes. I think I have one evil dad, but I. For me, I just might like. Uh, I'm See, now that, that was one thing. That was one thing that I took into consideration was: were they actively a bad dad, or right? Were they just like an idiot? And so I, um, I won. I did limit myself to only one animated character, uh, so that 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 helps me get rid of some. And then, yeah, I tried to think. Okay, like these are people who were actively doing things of their own volition that make them terrible dads. Like not just that they're just really dumb or, or even just like slightly neglectful, like, and I guess don't say anything if you've got them on your list, but like, uh, well, no, I won't do that. But like, there were some people I thought of that were bad people, but maybe they weren't terrible dads. At least they yeah, weren't as bad yeah, as the yeah, ones yeah, you made I, yeah. my list. I made that. I made that conversation with my wife because my wife was like, "What about so and so?" And I was like, "Look, that guy is a piece of shit as a human being." Yeah, but I don't really see him as a bad dad, and I think those two are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I did. I did the same thing. I was like, "Yeah, that guy is. That guy is real shitty as a person, but he wasn't that bad to his son, right? Like he, you can he did buy him a car, right? Like <laughs> exactly. We're talking about the same guy. <laughs> we are absolutely talking about the same guy, and um, and that was my thing, right? It's like, well, yeah, the things he did weren't great for his family necessarily, but also he wasn't a terrible dad. So I eliminated him, some stuff like that. And like I said, I did cut myself down to only one animated character. Well, I what I did is first of all, when we uh, talked about the the TV thing, that kind of threw me for a loop as well. I got to be honest because I was like. Oh, fuck. all right. Um, because a lot of bad dads are in movies. Uh, but I went, there's one mm-hmm. guy that's evil on my list, uh, but the rest of them are they're just bad dads, whether they're maybe they're not there. Maybe they have two that are straight up evil. Um, but here's my restriction that I put on myself, right? I did not put anybody who was mentally handicapped. And there are two very famous bad dads that in their in their universe they are mentally handicapped uh see and I, one of those two that you're talking about is on my list <laughs> yeah i i didn't i i felt that mentally handicapped kind of were kind of fucked up to to do, like so i was like all right not gonna but was, i will but, i will i have an argument for why he still made my list when i get there but here's why here's my argument for i 
specifically did that because I knew that I felt that they were too obvious of choices. There's yeah. two that I was like, I can't. I don't, I, I'm trying to find a I way. Know exactly who them. you're talking about. I'm trying to find a way not to put them on the list. And so what I did was, ah, they're mentally handicapped. Not <laughs> like I, that was literally like it's not because I'm trying to be a good guy. I was just like trying to find what these two have in common that I could be like, take them both out. Uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely uh, one of them. Uh, our own uh, Steph Animator Senior helped me out with. Um, because she reminded me of like this situation, and I was like, "Oh yeah." Hey, so straight up, while while we're, while we're I, vamping, and I Dave have, works I, on his list, I have I have a list. Excellent. Um, it's I mean, but we're still done. We're still done. So, so we've got we've got, got a listener. Honest, I don't know if it's going to get much better than this, but we, we we've got a listener, and um, and they 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 chime in every once in a while, and I believe they go by the name of Quills. Quills, yeah, Q. Mm-hmm. Is that the real name? Because that's like super no. rad. Okay. No. <laughs> Here's how much it's not the real name, right? I say this with all love that she's one of our friends, one of our close friends. So Quills, uh, we also go. She also goes by Q. Uh, I've only known her so I, I've so much only known her by that name that years ago she posted a picture of a, a hospital bracelet on Instagram, and I literally wrote. Who's who's like who's that? I didn't mean like <laughs> <laughs> and and she replied with a LOL and I was like, Yeah, no, that's cool, but like I'm trying to figure out who this yeah, is. Like, who's in the hospital though? No, but seriously, who's in the hospital and are they okay? Like that's like I was legitimately like, I don't know who the fuck this person is. And then it took me like the second go around to be like, Oh, I think this is this like because to me she's always been cute, she's always been quills. So okay. yeah. That's, just wondering, like I know, I know she chimes in every once in a while. And I was like, God, that is such a cool name. Like I just gotta know if that's that, if that's like their Christian name. <laughs> she's Jewish, madam. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, pretty sure she's atheist. Um, but yeah, no, it's government it's, name then. Government. I love saying government name. What's your government <laughs> name? Oh, we're using government names now. Yeah. Oh, you- <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit so much. Um, hold on, let me see. Give me a second, because I, I forgot to share. The moment you said that, I was like, oh, I should probably share. I should probably share this, my feed. Uh, podcast time. Um, just time for Father's Day. Steve Platt, thank you for listening in. That's right, Steve. Thank you very much. He put Steve. He put Stu Pickles as a bad dad. I guess he did spend all his time in the basement, right? Like you never even you never saw him because he was always in the basement working on toys that were broken. You know, somebody else uh, they posted somebody posted a meme of Stu Pickles and his wife, and they were like, "Did you know that Stu and whatever his wife's name was were were only thirty three? Oh yeah, (laughs) and and then like I was like, "Yo, for real? Only thirty three? And then the caption said something like, I would look fucked up, too, if everybody just dropped off their kids <laughs> at my house. And it's so funny because I, ne- I never thought about it. I'm like, they do just drop off. Everybody just does really does drop off their have, kids. Have you ever seen, like, the horribly dark fan theory that Angelica's the only one of those kids that's actually real? Oh, shit. And that, like, the others are, like, all kids who died somehow and, like... um that's why, and so like, like, and so she like these are all her imaginary friends. So like, Tommy's some kid who like 
died when he was really young. That's why his dad is always really depressed and like working on toys in the basement, but he sucks at it because he's always trying to make toys for this kid, but he's really depressed. He's not alive. Like Phil and Lil are actually like a baby that uh, their mom miscarried and she didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. That's why they look exactly the same, but one's a boy and one's a girl. Jesus. And like uh, Chucky died with his mom. That's why he's just like this anxiety riddled reflection of his dad. Well, I, ha- I have heard this before. <laughs> it, well, it makes the show really dark. Well, I don't want to watch TV. <laughs> and it also explains why Angelica can talk to the babies and nobody else can. Yeah. Well, I don't know where to go from there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go from here. This is the most dark shit ever, man. That's what I got and, on Steve Pickles. I saw another, <laughs> I, I saw a fan theory. Where was it? I saw a fan theory about there was another dark shit. Oh, that um, that the uh, old man from Up, the yeah, yeah. that he was dead or some shit, and like that. Yeah, it was some crazy. <laughs> fuck it, it was some crazy shit that he died. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, it's all death ridden. We're just trying to figure out what it was because my brother. Uh, I talked to my brother about it, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, I've heard that one before." My brother's an animator, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, the old kid. My wife feeding the cat in the background. If you're watching watching live. live. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, take note. All right, right. I I have I have a list and honorable mentions. Hey, there we go. There you go, man. That's great. Do the damn thing. Look at that. Uh, One time, crowd work, if you will. Story of my life, man. Story of my career. Let's see here. Hold on. I'm trying. I'm really trying to find the fucking theory now. The the somebody died in up theory. Uh, yeah, that it was that he the guy was dead the whole time, or that he died. Not that he that he died. That's what it was. That he died. Um, at the beginning, at the beginning of the movie, because remember he said you could take my house. Oh yeah. When over my cold dead body or whatever, and then that he died or whatever. And then the whole balloons thing is just bullshit. It's all made up. What the fuck? That's whack because it ruins the ending. So not here for that. <laughs> oh yeah, but Stu Pickles. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about that whole fucking <laughs> again, please. Jesus. All right, man. Uh, sorry. Let's go through our number four. With the fourth pick. Number four. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crap. Let's get it on. All right, man. Uh, Dave, what do you got for your number four, man? All right. My number four is uh, actually from like a teen drama show, but it's uh, it's I wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure of mine because um, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm, you know, I, I don't ever feel guilty about watching anything. Uh, but from Riverdale, Hiram Lodge, uh, Veronica Lodge's dad, um, he is this like scheming diabolical genius that I guess isn't quite so genius because he keeps having his uh, plots foiled by uh, the teens of Riverdale high by those and damn kids. Yeah. <laughs> damn, damn meddling kids. And I, w- I would have gotten away with it too. If it hadn't been for you meddling kids. Um, he's, he's this guy who like, I mean, he practically goes to war against his daughter for, um, 
like the most insignificant things. He doesn't come in until the second season um, because uh, I believe he's in jail. And then once he's out, he plans on taking over the city of Riverdale. And uh, he does this by buying a bunch of land, um, uh, trying to build a prison and, uh, you know, like, making Riverdale like a, a prison city, uh, you know, like supervillain stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of like Lex Luthor. Yeah. But that's such like a small scale, like Riverdale. Like that's such like a small, <laughs> it's like, like, I would just call him a villain, not super villain. I think he ha- he's not, he doesn't have the aspiration. It doesn't, I don't know the guy. It's like Doofenshmirtz. He's just after the Tri-County yeah, area. Just, just after the Tri-County area. Yeah, and uh, I feel, oh, fuck. Doofenshmirtz like... is a dad, too, isn't he? <laughs> but he's a good father. He he's cares about I can't put him dad. I don't even know who you're talking about. Who are you guys talking uh, about? From Phineas and Ferb. Doofenshmirtz. Right, yeah, Incorporated. Ferb, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I love that show, but uh, really, I'm in that. I'm into that show for the fucking platypus, dude. I'm like, that's all. I'm all in for the platypus. Uh, yeah, I like that show. Uh, yeah, he's he's got like um, very manageable uh, aspirations, Hiram Lodge. Um, and the thing is, he seems to be very well connected with uh, with various different mafias in like New York City and Chicago and stuff. That's you're gonna uh, say and, Riverdale. It's like and, multiple and, families, and, and yet. Um, and yet he chooses to call Riverdale his, uh, his hub. Uh, it's, it's a ridiculous show. Uh, you kind of have to accept the, the premise that these teenagers who should be in class uh, or, or arrested for truancy uh, are like running amok around this town and, and saving it single-handedly while adults do nothing. But um, is Jughead gay in that I show? I dig it. Um, not that I, not that I know. No, he, yeah, he's, wondering. uh, they have Jughead, uh, coupled with Betty, which okay. was, kinda, it was kind of weird to see at first, but, uh, the way the characters are written, it works. I just learned this week that the character of Jughead is played by the, one of the kids from, uh, Big Daddy. Sprouse. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's Cole that's, uh, uh that's in this one. You know the twins from Big Daddy. The the mm-hmm. they play one character. I'm talking to uh, uh, Daniel uh, from right. uh, from the yeah, yeah. Uh, the Disney show. That that Disney show. That um, uh, uh, um, oh god, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, Zach and Cody. Two, yeah, Zach and Cody, or some shit. I forget what the name of the show is. Um. Anyways, but yeah, uh, I just learned this week that I'm like, wait a minute, one of those fucking kids. Is the like the twins and he's like, Yeah, I'm like one of those kids is the one that plays Jughead. I'm like, Yeah, I've seen like ten episodes of, of this show. I just never put two and two together. And I was I watched Sabrina, but I haven't transitioned over into Riverdale yet. Uh, uh Sabrina kind of has a very similar tone. It's a little darker, obviously. Um, but it kind of takes that, you know, angsty teenage approach. It's not the bubbly, you know, Sabrina, the teenage witch. Clarista, Clarissa right. explains it all. Yeah, that, we're, I'm watching that show now with my kid. I'm, I introduced her to the, that Sabrina. The old school Sabrina. Right, old school mm-hmm. Sabrina. She loves it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, have you seen Family Matters? I'm trying to Family Matters. <laughs> my wife introduced her. I should correct myself. My wife introduced her to Sabrina. And I'm like, but look at Family Matters. Huh? Look at, so now I'm watching Family Matters. Like, she'll leave the room. And I'm like, this fucking show's amazing. Like, I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Carl. Tell him. Uh, all right. So, uh, all right. So, Hiram Lodge, uh, the boner. What do you got, man? 
my number four is from a show that is remarkably divisive uh, for uh, a TV show. It seems to be some of the people who watch it either love or hate. I am somebody who absolutely loves it. My number four is Anthony Cooper from Lost. Um, if you are only slightly familiar with Lost, or maybe you watched it and the name Anthony Cooper is not familiar to you, this is the guy who was Locke's dad. Um, this uh, Anthony Cooper is a lifelong con man who uh, was absent from Locke's life his entire life. When he does finally meet Locke, uh, he's in dialysis, and uh, him and Locke have uh, – he takes Locke hunting and creates a relationship with him, eventually gets Locke to donate one of his kidneys, and then when Locke wakes up out of his anesthesia, Cooper is gone already. I do remember this. I do remember um, yeah, yeah. Then Cooper fakes his own death – convinces Locke to help him collect his $700,000 life insurance money, promises Locke some of the money, gets Locke to do it, takes off to Mexico without giving Locke any of the money. The next time Locke runs into him, he is in the middle of conning a woman into marrying him. Locke tries to stop him. The woman's son shows up mysteriously dead, and he then tries to kill Locke, who... Uh, tries to stop his con. So he's conned his own son twice, tried to actively kill his son once, and then you know, the show's old enough that I'm not going to worry too much about spoilers. He also turns out to be the guy who conned Sawyer's mom and made her kill herself. I remember that, yeah. Using the name Tom Sawyer, which is why Sawyer goes by the name Sawyer. So he is simultaneously a horribly shitty individual and a very shitty dad. Every interaction he ever had with Locke outside of that, when you very first meet him and they're hunting together, it's awful. Because once he runs away with the kidney, he stops trying to pretend. He's not trying to con Locke anymore, except he is, except for part of the con is to pretend that he's not conning him and just admitting that he's a terrible <laughs> person. It's... It was incredible the way that he kept coming back and they kept weaving him into the story. And um, and just every time you hated the guy more and more every single time. Um, and, of course, like so many things in Lost, he ends up on the island um, and it's where he meets his end. But he was – it was just incredible because he's such a minor character in the show. But every time you see him, his entire story arc is constantly based around him being a terrible dad. That's all that – that's the only part of him that exists except for when you eventually find out he also is the reason that Sawyer's mom is dead. So there's nothing redeeming about him absolutely ever at all. And like I said, most of his story is just about him being a terrible dad. So my number four is Anthony Cooper from Lost. All right. Anthony Cooper from Lost. I got to write these titles down because I don't know where they're from. So uh, <laughs> but I do remember seeing I do remember seeing that whole kidney thing. I remember that just so long ago. Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Riverdale. Riverdale. Okay. Uh, my number four is going to be the most controversial. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because it's my list. And my number four is my only animated pick is Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh boy. Uh, I feel as if. I'm just going to mute you're, myself. Hear me out. Well, you can mute yourself because you you're not talking. I'm the one talking. Uh, um, so I feel as if, right? I started this as a joke, but then I was like, no, that is pretty shitty. So this dude has a vendetta, right? Against uh, the guy who killed his master or whatever. He picks up. He he finds these four turtles and then starts training them to do to do martial arts. Uh, 
so that they could avenge his death or avenge the death of his master like these guys have first of all they're not you know they're not blood so why are you making me it's not a blood vendetta at this point like it's not, i'm not your fucking blood second of all why are you forcing me to do martial arts when all they want it clearly all they want to do is eat pizza especially michelangelo let's be fucking real mikey <laughs> is a very liberal dude and all he wants to do is eat pizza watch cartoons i feel like he would be the guy like the very archy guy like look at me man i'm making a painting and shit and then like no do go, go fucking do backflips in the corner and i feel as if that militant it's that old school militant like you have to be and yeah exactly <laughs> that was mikey Pinky doing the backflips for anybody who that. didn't get it i love the fact that you got that shit right away <laughs> so great. uh yeah i just uh so i just i i don't know i i wanted to put an animated dad in there and all the other all the animated dads had I had an issue with, and uh, but at Splinter, I feel as if I'm like, oh, yeah, you just force them to do shit that you don't want to do. And as somebody uh, in a position now as a as a dad, like I try to put my kid into martial arts, and my my daughter took to it very easily. But that's she's not the one I wanted. Like I wanted my son to be in martial arts. Uh, I say that because my son's a very sweet kid, and I just want him to be able to protect himself from you know from assholes out there in the universe. Uh, and he just didn't. He was like, no, and I just felt bad. It was like a, it was like a month and a half, and I just felt bad because I felt like I was forcing him the whole time. And but at least I was a month and a half, and I wasn't fucking fifteen years of like. I I wanted to be mad at this pick like so bad, but you've made an excellent point. Like I get that that, that you're saying it started as a joke and it, and did. it really did. Right, right. And then I was like, wait, like well, this kind of fucked up though, right? I'm kind of on board with this, right? Like this is this is a guy who he just yeah, he like turned these 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 you know, they're people or, you know, these animals, whatever, these characters, these, these beings into his soldiers, like yeah. for, for strictly like personal revenge. I'm I wanted to be mad at this pick. And I, and I, and I but I, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> I'll take that as a win. I, it, but it, again, I, it completely started off as a joke. And then I thought to myself, no, like you're forcing your kid to do what you want them to do is like parenting negative one-on-one that's like they, that's like no you don't do that you don't you don't you don't you don't force your kids to live in you know what i mean it's like when you hear those that those stories of like you know i never wanted to be in the family business that type of shit like that's a bad i don't want life. your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i just felt like i was like I, the, the more i was joking about it the more i kept talking about it, i was like no, that is a really bad dad. You're forcing them to be, and then you you put weapons in their hands. And it's one thing if you're going to be like, look, I'm going to teach you to defend yourself because I know how to defend myself. But you don't give them weapons and then take them out to the streets and be like, go fucking go do like that. Jesus <laughs> guy. At, at least he gave the ones that weren't into it like the least deadly weapons, right? Like Donnie and Mikey. It's like, well, you can beat somebody up, but you're not going to murder somebody with those. And those are the only two that I'm okay with them having weapons. I was like, you, you really shouldn't be giving somebody right. crap. So, so he actively he, kill somebody. Right. So he actively trained the two, like the one, the most aggressive one, and the one who's going to do whatever he says with the most deadly of the weapons. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I was like, very smart. Cho Man, I want to be mad at this so bad, but it's such a, it's actually a really good pick, and it is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> That, it's going to be a meme now. Dude, you know, Slim is actually a bad father. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, he puts his kids in harm's way. He doesn't even go out himself. Like, he puts his kids in harm's way. And then he's like, well, I thought, like, it's that old school mentality of, like, 
I taught them better. They should be able to fight better. Like what? No, they're they're going up against a fucking army <laughs> and a brain in a canister. Like what's wrong with you? Why are you not like? Uh, I don't know. There's plenty of reasons. I don't know. I again, I started this off with a joke. But I, I legitimately believe that now. I'm like, oh yeah, he's a bad dad. Uh, real quick, Andrew Andrew Chacon says, uh, Armin Mueller stall from the movie Shine was the first ho uh, horrible uh, dad that he thought of. Uh, the movie Shine. What? The, is this a, that's not the Shining, right? Shine. No, I, I, I'm, I'm blanking on what the movie Shine is, honestly. From the movie Shine. All right, Andrew. Thanks for uh, watching. I, I, I would love some further explanation, but yeah. Uh, so that's so we got uh Splinter, um, from TMNT. Uh, TMNT. All right, so our number fours were Hiram Lodge from Riverdale, Anderson Cooper from Lost. It's Anderson Cooper, right? Anthony Cooper. Thank God. I was Anderson like, Cooper's the Silver <laughs> Fox from CNN. I was like, that guy doesn't seem like he could be a bad dad. That guy seems amazing. Anthony. Okay, thank you, Anthony Cooper. All right. Uh, Anthony Cooper. All right. So right on. Pretty good list so far. I'm with it. I'm down with it, man. All right. You should move the mic a little bit further away. Just a tad bit further away. Uh, round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, hold on. We got some explanation uh, from, uh, from Mr. Chacon here. Andrew said from Piano. Is, uh, piano, is the movie Shine a about the piano i feel like i feel like <laughs> getting cryptic messages <laughs> like are, uh, are you being held captive andrew <laughs> blink twice if you could just <laughs> tap another random word if, if you need. um all right uh we're waiting for david david's david's parenting right now so we can't even blame him um dave what do you got for your number three um I, I just want to make sure this is okay. Would you mind if I took this list seriously after yeah. after that, that last pick? Oh, I don't know. You got two against one. So, oh, okay. All, all right. right. Yeah, you can right. take it as serious as you want, buddy. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, all there's right. not really a fucking demolition team ready to build a mountain, so I don't know, man. Take it as serious as you um, want. Well, I mean, you never know. Yeah. You never <laughs> no, know. no. Pretty sure there's no demolition team. Go ahead, man. Um, Your your uh your ability to commit to a joke is so <laughs> is so intense. Well, are we, you, are, just, are we you on your number three? Are we are we going back? <laughs> yeah, to my, my, number number, four? my number three is Tywin Lannister. Hey, Tywin that's Lannister. my number three too, actually. Okay. Tywin. <laughs> um yeah, I I went back and forth uh between him and Stannis Baratheon. I did the exact same thing. And um <laughs> ultimately I went with uh Tywin because I think um, Stannis was was a man who had been hoodwinked by a cult. Wait, wait, and can we not talk about Stannis? Roger that, please. Uh, whereas Tywin um, was just like a like evil and rotten to uh, uh, to specifically Tyrion uh, for his entire life. He also um, created the monsters that were his other children. Um, and grandchildren, 
you know? So um, it, pretty much everything that happens in Game of Thrones happens because of how shitty a father he is. Quick question. Um, do Did we finally settle on if Jamie was likable or not? Did we, he... Um... Like they ruined Jamie's weird. redemption arc with yeah. that last couple of episodes. When sure. he when he left to go back, they ruined everything they had done. But does that mean that he a redemption arc? Does that mean that you didn't like him anymore? Um, <sighs> no, I think ultimately he was a character that I liked and a, a character I enjoyed. Um, because in but, the first few seasons he was god like I fucking hate. Him. Well, I mean, once, once, he, once he was captive, it was, he's he's the one story. that uh, he's the one that creates um, or, or or the, the entire the, the, story. The, yeah, he he cripples um, Bran. He, he cripples Bran. You know, so I mean, he is totally unlikable in that first season. But after he's uh, he's kidnapped in that second season, he uh, he he that that needle starts moving, and then you know slowly comes back yeah. <laughs> or quickly but, no, comes back. Um, I, I went I went with Tywin Lannister too because of the fact that every single thing he does is terrible and that he's actively using his children as chess pieces except for the one that he believes to be useless and he's the worst to that one he's good he's terrible to the two kids that he likes and the one that he doesn't like, who he actively reminds that he killed his mother during childbirth or that she, excuse me, that she died. But he always phrases it as that's the thing, right? Like women die during childbirth. It happens. It is unfortunate and it is terrible. It happened a lot more in situations like Game of Thrones. Let's call it medieval times. But he actively blamed, looked his own child in the face and told him he killed his mother just by being born. Your existence killed your mother was something that he forced upon one of his children on a regular basis and then continued to despise him just because he was a little person, the drunken dwarf, right? And he, you know, one of the things, it was always kind of nebulous as to whether or not he knew that his twin kids were fucking right but like he probably did because it's yeah. not like they hit it very well and i mean if he, everyone else in westeros knew exactly then and, he had to know and so but he still used them and their relationship he actively used the fact that he knew their relationship was very deep to continue his use of them as chess pieces he was manipulative he was evil. He was a scumbag. And that is why I ended up having to put him on here because just everything he did was solely for his own benefit. In the rare chance that he ever tried to justify something as being for the family benefit, it was only to benefit the family name. It was never to actually benefit the family Lannister. It was just to benefit the Lannister name, which was all about his legacy as the patriarch of the Lannister family. It wasn't ever about bettering life for the individuals that were Lannisters. It was about bringing prestige to the Lannister name, which in essence was prestige for him because he was the top of the Lannister family tree. He was just scummy in everything he did and was just terrible to his children, even when very thinly veiled as being not terrible to his children. Yeah. Quick question. Have you guys seen Whiplash? Mm-hmm. 
All right. So here's my question, right? And I'm not believing this. I'm just asking this. So before anybody comes down my throat, I'm not believing this. I'm just asking this because what you got, what you guys described very well was somebody who's, uh, what if, right? Maybe we could phrase it that way. What if he was trying to make his kids better by putting them through hell so that they could overcome? Not, not, um, you know. I know you're talking about like how JK Rowling was really Correct. shitty to uh, Miles Teller right. and it made him be a better drummer. Right. The whole story, the whole point of Whiplash is the whole point is like, I'm going to put you through hell. And he gives examples of. Except, that. except. In, in, okay, so just just drawing that comparison, yeah. right? In Whiplash, he was very upfront about that's exactly what he was doing. He was very in your face and was like, this is why I'm like this. Because when I do this, you become a better person. Tywin was never striving to make his kids better. He was striving to get them into positions of power just because it made the Lannister family name better. He didn't care about those kids. He cared about himself. That's why I keep using the phrase chess pieces. By moving them into certain positions, the name, the family Lannister then had more behind it. And it wasn't about making them better people. It was about making himself. So he put them through hell because it made him and his family name seem better. Whereas J.K. Rowling's character from Whiplash actively was trying to make Miles Teller a, ver- a better drummer and was very upfront about it. To to kind of piggyback yeah. um, on that point, um, I don't think it matters. Um and and although I, I I agree with Daniel, I don't think that that's what he was going for. When you look at J.K. Simmons in, um, I think I said uh, J.K. Rowling. Did you, you I? Did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, same thing here. Uh, yeah, when they, uh, they commented and said that J.K. Simmons, not J.K. Rowling, they had a weird mental image of J.K. Rowling. Who's commenting from our threat from our page? I believe it's Robert. I believe it's Robert. Uh, <laughs> Not positive, but I believe it's Robert. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, when when J.K. Simmons is um, trying to bring that you know motivation to the table and and make him a better drummer, um, he is in effect becoming the villain of the movie. And Very true. Um, and even if Tywin is making all of this uh, the the point of it to be hey. I'm making you the my legacy, right? You are going to continue the the Lannister name, and you are going to carry on what I have created here. Um, I mean, at what cost? You know, um, he's he's still creating that legacy as he, you know, uh, proliferates his villainy. No, that's a great point. Like, it doesn't matter what his intention was. He's still a dick. Like, yeah, still, yeah. That's a great point. Uh, and again, I, I don't believe that. I'm just saying because when in this, in while Daniel was describing his, what he was doing to his kid, I was like, oh, I want to be weird if like in somewhere in his twisted mind, he's like, I'm trying to do this for their betterment type of shit. Like, <laughs> like, like in whiplash. And then that's all I kept thinking about. Uh, but no, I don't, I don't believe that shit. Um, it uh, is possible that it, it's something that he said so much that he came to believe it. Yeah, I mean, do you, yeah, it's a, you, if, if we're doing like a you know a deep dive into into the character, that would be a great thing to do. Like deep dive that show before the last season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three is Frank Costanza. Uh, I thought long and hard about putting him on my list. 
not that long actually because it was like five minutes uh but uh, but fairly hard <laughs> um costanza is it constanza or costanza 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 yeah every time i read costanza iphone's like no nah, you make constanza i'm like no there's no end there's no end before this what are you uh, excuse me yeah he's so i wanted to put um I did. I didn't really do this on purpose. Or I kind of. I wanted to be like not just dramas. I wanted to kind of do like you know. That's why they animated. And and then here comes the uh, the sitcom. Uh, he's just a really shitty dad. Like he's just. I mean, everybody in Seinfeld is like up to the you know fucking turned up to eleven in their, in their personalities. You know whatever. But I just felt like Frank Costanza kept putting his son down at every which way in turn. Uh, Andrew says, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really like it's really he invented Festivus, which, by the way, yeah. the writer of that episode, his dad legitimately in real life yes. created Festivus. I, I mean, I learned that after the show aired, so that fucking blew my mind that there was yeah, a he, being he, out there. That I, he I came that. to the campus here one time and told that story about how Festivus was a very real story of something his dad created. Yeah, uh, so he created Festivus, which is you know, I, I guess noble in its beginnings i guess and like the whole like maybe against capitalism i i kind of get that but then the whole like who's been shitty to you all year like that rat like i'm like you know that's really <laughs> fucked up on any level man and for you to teach your kids like this is you're gonna we're gonna go around the room and instead of talking about what we're grateful for we're gonna talk about who's wronged us or whatever the fuck um i feel it's kind of shitty in itself but then on everything else that, that frank did Every time that George and again, all these characters are are none of these characters are good people, right? We, we you could establish that you could look at this in any prism and be like, these are not good people by any means. In fact, the last episode of the series is they go to jail for not being good Samaritans. I mean, it, it all Correct. ties in. Um, but I just feel like Frank was just a bad dad all the way around. And when you have somebody in contrast like Jerry's dad, who was a good dad, like even in a world where everybody sucks, uh, Jerry's dad was a good dad. So I feel like, you know, if everybody would have been a bad dad in that show, it would have been one thing. But there was a clear cut good dad and bad dad. And Frank Costanza is not a good dad. So. Yeah. No, uh, like I said, I had a honorable mention for the exact reason. Right. Like mm -hmm. you just you just look at everything he does and, and it's just like he never did. The only time he ever supported um that he ever supported George off the top of my head was when he tried to help him get that job where he was trying to become a bra salesman. And, uh, but like, and even then when it went bad, he just shit all over him for screwing it up. So, I mean, he, he would take that other guy's side, right? I forget the character's name, but that guy, like he let him build his, you know, his Oh, the guy who sold the computers with him out of the garage. Yeah. He took his yeah. side, you know, over, over George's and whatever. He's just a bad dad, man. I just felt like, Watching that, agree. Like I said, had, had, he made he's on my short list. Yeah, missed it by that much. That much, my friends. Um, all right. So our number threes are we got Tyree Lannister twice, and we got Frank Costanza, uh, from Seinfeld. I feel like I gotta put that in for some reason. Um, but that's all right, man. Uh, pretty good. Round two. Dose the sequel to Uno. <laughs> All right. Uh, number twos. Dave, what do you got for your deuce? Uh, my number two is a character that I have. Uh, it's actually the character that I have spent the, the longest amount of time hating. And it's Sarek, Spock's father 
from uh, just about every Star Trek series. Can you can you can you spell that for me? S A R E K. Oh, that's a good pick that I did not think about. Yes, oh, I Sar- like this pick. Um, the first time we meet Sarek um, is the first time that Spock has met him in 18 years, and uh, Vulcans live quite a long time. But 18 years is 18 years. And uh, that's uh, that's got to tell you something about their relationship. Um, Dave, do you know how long it takes to go to the intergalactic fucking uh, market to get milk? He went to milk and scratch off tickets. He went to get milk and scratch off tickets. Um, yes, Sarek never forgave Spock for joining Starfleet instead of um, uh, joining the uh, the Vulcan Academy he um he kind of resented the fact that spock embraced uh his humanity which is strange because when spock is with humans he so very clearly embraces his his vulcan side um so uh spock himself is you know such an interesting character but then you you have sarek who clearly fell in love or not fell in love, but found at least um, a purpose for, for being with a human. And yet he resents this part of his son. And, and even as the relationship is re yeah. Was he married? Was uh, this guy married to Spock's mom twice? Yeah. He, he uh, actually, he was married three times. He, he married a Vulcan first. Then he married Spock's mother. He obviously survived her because Vulcans live terribly long. And then he married a second human woman. Wow! Oh, he's like one but, of those—he's like one of those old school racists that hate black people but like love hooking up with black people. Like, you remember? Like, like Thomas Jefferson. Like, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the, and, and you know what? Let's end it there. Sarek is the Thomas Jefferson of Star Trek. That's the clip right there. That's the fucking clip right there. The and, and even more so to the point, Thomas Jefferson, for as shitty a human being as he was, quite an amazing diplomat, right? <laughs> Sarek, same thing. He's the Vulcan ambassador to uh, to Earth. You know, it's um, that is the the greatest thing I've ever heard in relation to Star Trek. And we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the old man from uh from the movie Monsters Ball. Remember that? The, uh, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that guy, but yeah, Thomas Jefferson. I think that's a better <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, Daniel, what do you got, man? All right, so my number two is one of the ones that little we hot. vaguely hey, wait, wait, wait. Little oh, excuse hot, me. Little hot. little hot, your mic is a little, little hot. hot, little hot. Little hot right. Sorry. I hit my mic when I was pouring some water. So my number two is uh, one of the people that we vaguely discussed at the beginning. One of the ones who is not making Neary's list because technically in his universe, he is mentally handicapped. But my number two is Peter Griffin. That is correct. He is he is uh, mentally. We're going to use the word handicap, but that's not the word that they used. That is Uh, not the word that they used in the show. But I don't use that word. Multiple episodes. Yes. Um, (laughs) It couldn't even be like, oh, that was only that one episode. Like, yeah, they they brought it back. So it made it canon. Uh, however, that is a word that I do not use. Um, so, but uh, so here's the thing, right? So, even outside of the idea that that Peter Griffin is mentally handicapped, being mentally handicapped is an excuse for being a shitty person. And it's not just that he's a bumbling dad; it's also that he's actively malicious to Meg. Meg. <laughs> he's just terrible to Meg, and I know everybody in the show is terrible to Meg, everybody. but he's just actively 
awful to Meg. He watches horrible things happen to her. He puts her in situations where awful, terrible things happen. He physically assaults her. <laughs> he physically assaults her. When but, they broke in, when that when that when they people broke in and he had the baseball bat and, he, <laughs> and Meg comes into the shot. And then she's like, what's going on? And Peter looks at her, and there's a solid three seconds of him looking at her and then hits her with the bag. Goes, oh, I'm sorry, Meg. Was I, I didn't know that was you. Yes. Like, he's, it, it's not just about him being a bumbling idiot. It's about the fact that he doesn't care enough about his kids to do anything to keep them out of harm's way. Not only that, he killed one of his kids. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yes. There a, okay. There was, a, there was a cutaway where, yeah. it, where it said, "Baby, he wouldn't where, stop crying." He wouldn't stop yes. crying. That's right. I, I, I thought the shaking would stop the crying. Yes. And <laughs> so, what else did he say? What else did he say? And Lewis is crying, and then he, he goes, "Technically, I was right." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just this is a guy who everything he does is terrible for his family. Everything he does to his kids, for the most part, is awful for his kids as people. And it's just like I said, just outside of him just being a bumbling idiot, he is he pursues and actively tries to be a bad dad, especially is, to Meg. He is legitimately better to Brian than he is to the rest of his family. Yes, yes, to anyone like else is, in his family. He is yes. actively better to them. And you're right, you have a great point. And uh, so, and so, like I said, yes, you know, because the, the other one, like I said, I won't say in case, in case he's on Dave's list, but the other one we're talking about, everything he does is kind of neglectful because he's an idiot. He's never actively, except for maybe the choking, but... <laughs> Um, Peter is just Wait, terrible. Are, are we are we talking about Homer Simpson? Yeah, we're talking about Homer Simpson. <laughs> okay, no, Homer okay. didn't make my list. Okay, uh, so to, to be honest, yes, Homer is neglectful, but there are plenty of examples of Homer actually being a good dad. Exactly, and, and when he is, it's like ridiculously touching moments that are so well written and like really well done. Like there's. Homer was never right. on my radar. For and so, okay, good. So, but but that's the other one. Play, I stuck up his nose, so I can't. That's a great example of how Homer is a good dad. Like, you yeah. see how he is with Lisa once the crayon is removed. Like, man, that's that's a tearjerker episode. Yeah. And so, but, but you know, so, so, but like I said, Peter Griffin, outside of his mental illness, <laughs> is just, he, he's terrible. And like I said, there, there are only so many things you can chalk up to, like, well, his IQ is only 40 or, you know, whatever. Like, you, and like you said, like the baseball bat thing, or just like all the times that, you know, just, 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 like I said, and, and Meg is the prime example. Yeah, he's bad to Chris sometimes, and he's always awful to Lois, but Meg is the prime example of just the fact that he's an absolutely awful dad. So well, my number two is Peter Griffin. What am I? favorite times is when brian and stewie are time traveling they're going to different universes different worlds and they go to one world and they see meg and meg is a smoke show she's like walking down the street <laughs> yeah. and fucking brian is like what that's meg and stewie goes if you saw lois in this universe your penis would fall off <laughs> <laughs> because even in that universe where she's hot she's still the ugly one in that universe <laughs> <laughs> was hilarious. God, I love that show, man. Um, <laughs> you know what's really good? Because Dave has a great laugh. What's really good is watching that show with Dave. Because Dave's laugh, yeah, it's the show itself is funny, but Dave's laugh will get you to keep fucking going, man. Because <laughs> I remember watching that episode where 
Peter un unknowingly or unwillingly killed that old lady. He snapped her neck. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, Shh, on the bench? Yeah, on the bench. On the bench. <laughs> and, and Dave laughed. And I remember watching that out of context, going like, what? Did I miss something? And he's like, no, he just fucking killed that. Like, I'm a good old lady. And he's like, that's just an old lady that popped up on the bench. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so fucking weird. It's so funny, man. Oh, oh, yeah. good. I good laugh time. at the dumbest shit. <laughs> but I think it's fucking great, man. That's like uh, one of my best friends growing up. His favorite show has always been Family Family Matters. Like it's never not been Family Matters, and you know when you're like 20, you're like really Family Matters out of all the you know like it wasn't even on DVD, so I couldn't. Even, he said, "Bro, when you watch that shit on Nick at Night," and then I would watch it with him, and I'm like, "Yeah, this, this is funny, like chuckle worthy." But his cracking up made me love the show more, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's people like that, I guess. Uh, let me see. How we were gonna wait for for Daniel. It's a weird. It's a weird exit. Weird news. There, there uh, was no, um, there was no hey, explanation. Yeah, there was no like, hey, I'll be right back, or like, oh, I gotta let my dog in, or or fuck that guy. Hey, shh, 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 he's back. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> I had to take, I had to take a cobbler out of the oven. It started beeping while I oh, was nice in the middle of my number. What two. what sort of cobbler? Peach. Mm, absolutely. Uh, again, I've never tasted a peach. Uh, I know we've talked about that before, but I still have never tasted a peach for hours. Uh, I've never tasted a peach. No, no, I've never not peach cobbler. I've never tasted a peach. Oh no, I, rem I remember back because I think peach cobbler made my baked goods list, yeah. and I think that we had this conversation. I never had a peach, and then a pear. I've never had a pear either one. Either one of those I've never had. Very, very different. Uh, mm -hmm. Peach is <laughs> a uh, peach is a stone fruit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go on. <laughs> my, my number two is somebody who we only saw, I believe, for one episode, maybe two episodes of this show. But it made such an impact. And this is one that Stephanie reminded me of, helped me out with in talking to her. Stephanie Mayer Sr. Um, that show was, I love that show, but um, my number two is Lou Smith, which is Will Smith's dad in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, yes. Mm. So, not an evil person. Oh, why am I an echo? Do you hear that? Yes. Oh, fuck, why am I an echo? Hold on. Oh, oh, hello. Hey, um, just, much better. Yeah, just took it off and put it back in. That's all. <laughs> that's all I did. Uh, that's what she <laughs> that, said. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Lou Smith, Will Smith's dad in uh, in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, I believe it was one. I know for a fact there was that one episode, but I think there was like the episode before that. I think it was like a two story, two episode arc, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but that scene where Will Smith cries. Like why don't he love? Why don't he want me? Uh, it's so impactful to me that the moment Stephanie was like, "Oh, what about what about Will Smith's dad?" Immediately, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like yes, like it it made such an impact on on me as a kid that this guy was absent for his son, and it, what made it worse, it wasn't like because there's a lot of deadbeat dads that never show up and they're never around the kid's life. Um, but what made it worse is that he kept offering Will hope. He kept offering and promising that he's going to be better. He's going to change. He's going to do this and he's going to do that. And that stringing him along process made his his absence that much more profound. And I just it it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Uh, so I I just felt like that's the one where I'm going to be like. This is a serious, like this is my serious pick in the sense of like there's no comedy behind it. It's like no, no, this guy's 
he, like if I saw this guy in the street, we'd have some words type of shit. Like, hey man. Uh so that's it. Lucy. That's a that's a really good pick that I didn't think of because of the fact that she was only there for a few episodes. But actually my favorite thing about this pick is because I feel like we did T we did best TV dads at one point and you picked Uncle Phil, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so like so that makes this even better is the fact that like this is like this is like a whole like circle thing for you, like Uncle Phil being one of your best dads, and, and Will Smith said, uh, "Lou, you said his name was Lou. I didn't Lou, remember his name. Right, like from the show, being one of your worst, uh, really makes this a, a, a really complete story. This is very very cyclical storytelling. I'm very I'm very happy with with how yeah, this played out. I I just uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a thing. So uh, yeah, Lou, Lou Smith. I think it was a piece of piece of shit, Dad. <laughs> he sucks royal dick <laughs> oh adam sandler oh that's great can you believe that i showed uh my wife and missy that song and they were like eh about it they like turn this oh shit off oh my god who's eh about yeah, that oh exactly. so i'm like oh no, god man waste. that was that was an era right when you used to actually like buy comedy cds, CDs yeah that was a thing <laughs> Uh, that was a thing. Wish it would have been a comic back then. Fuck. Um, Man Child, you can get it now on Amazon. That's correct. <laughs> uh, that's correct. Fresh Prince. All right. So, Fresh Prince. Uh, what do you got for honorable mentions, guys? Uh, okay. So, my honorable mentions. Uh, I've got Al Bundy. Um, Me too. Me too. I don't. I don't think it's ever established that he's got um, a uh, any sort of condition. Um, but I, I think it's like, uh, um, but yeah, he's just terrible. He's awful. I, I was between Hiram Lodge and Al Bundy, uh, but Hiram Lodge is evil, uh, right. whereas Al Bundy makes me laugh. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, a give, give me a second, Dave. Hold on, you, you're, you're echoing, so I'm gonna try to take you on and put you right back in. All right, how am I now? It sounds better. Okay. It's weird. Uh, it just works. It just yeah. works. Weird. Have you tried uh, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? That's literally what I thought. I was like, I'll just turn it off and turn it back on. I had to do that today, man. I, I went in uh the summer school started this week and I went into the classroom and I'm trying to connect to the smart board. Shit's not working. What happens? Unplug, plug it back in, it starts working. Yeah. It's weird. Genius. Um Dan Scott, uh, which is uh, the uh, the father of, of Lucas and, and Nathan on One Tree Hill. Uh, if ever there was a dirtbag on TV, I think it's that guy. Um, Frank Gallagher from Shameless. Uh, I didn't watch the whole show, so I felt like I couldn't put him on. But uh, the few seasons I did watch, he was just... I did the same thing with awful. Frank Gallagher. I haven't seen enough of it to know if like there's redemption arc in his future. Yeah. Uh, and one that like uh, missed it by that much, uh, Roger missed Peralta. That much. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Roger Peralta, Jake Peralta's dad. Yes, yes. He's he's just a a piece of shit dad. Yes, same thing. Same thing. He keeps giving him hope. Keeps coming back and giving him hope and all this yes. shit and apologizing. And then he just yeah yeah. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Oh my god, yes. Um, uh, Daniel, what do you got? Uh, 
Um, I have got uh, George Bluth from Arrested Development. Uh, yes. His, his, his light treason put his family in quite a situation. Um, he's just not enough of a character all the time for him to make my list. Uh, Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty, uh, who is a terrible dad, but the show tends to focus more on him being a terrible granddad. <laughs> so um, he does have some redeeming moments, but I think overall it's very easy to admit that Rick Sanchez is a terrible dad and granddad. Um, and Walter Bishop from Fringe is uh is the other one i've got hurt, man that hurts my i know it does that i know it does but hurt. come on man you've got to admit that but he was under psychedelic drugs man like he was uh, like it's a fucking uh, thing and then like, he and ran experiments on himself like it's like that's like i mean you're not and that's why he's an honorable mentions because there are some caveats to be yeah. him him being a bad dad so that's why he's honorable mention and not on my list you're not wrong he is he was an awful father for a lifetime but then in the you know i think you know yeah, i know I know. And like I said, that's why it's honorable mention, right? He had plenty right. of time. He had some redemption. Especially so. at the end, the way it ended. He, oh, he, bro. Fucking bro. bro. Fucking French. Tell Dave. Tell, like, Dave is a science <laughs> guy. He's a fucking science fiction guy. Like, that show is all up Dave's alley. Plus, it has uh, Spock in it. Like, it's like fucking, like, this is all like. I think you'd really like French, Dave. He's right. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, I haven't had the time to, you know. It's on Hulu. Uh okay, my honorable mentions. Uh, Stephanie you, has a good one here. You have it on Blu-ray as well. I do have it on Blu-ray, <laughs> unopened, <laughs> sealed, still, my friend, still sealed. Okay, so hold on. So, so Stephanie, what? You said John he, Lawfield's dad from Parks and Rec. So, so was he really that yes. bad? Right? Because it was yes. the Fonz. It was like it's like yes. he yes. was a bad human being, but he was good to his no. kids. No, no, he spoiled his kids. Had he showed them no, he taught them no responsibility, and the fact that they were like at one point his daughter was like, "Money, please," <laughs> strangers, and he. That dad says you better do it because if not, like it's just gonna get bad. Like he was <laughs> off, off the fucking rails. Back. Okay, so so dad. he's he's a I'm bad dad that. in a different way than a lot of people were talking about. So he's I can see like he's, he's bad he's at fathering. Yeah, he's irresponsible. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm with Stephanie on this one. He's I'm, I'm also uh, with Andy on Ted Mosby. Fuck that guy. Oh my uh, god! So you, you, sat your, you sat your Andy? kids down for ten. Where's that comment? Andrew said Ted Mosby sucks. Oh, Ted Mosby sucks, but he was a I thought he was a great dad. Listen, I mean, man, he sat his kids down for 10 fucking years to tell nine, the story about nine. how he met someone <laughs> that he doesn't fucking care about. First of all, it was nine. Second of all, he's clearly uh should be under some meds, some ADHD medicine that he's not on. Uh so, <laughs> yeah. his stories diverted. <laughs> Look, I want to be mad, but I tell stories like Ted Mosby. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of the couch right now, waiting for me to finish a fucking story that I've been that I started two years ago. We're going to figure this shit <laughs> out, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Stephanie said, um, let me see here. Andrew Chacot, yeah, but he just sucks as a person. He's, uh, He's just a bad storyteller as a dad. <laughs> True enough, we don't know how he treated his kids. I thought he treated his kids well, I guess. Uh, here's, <laughs> they here's they my, seem to be clean. My honorable mention list, I had all, I had all Bundy. Uh, and then I had um, Mickey, Lily's dad from uh, How I Met Your Mother. That guy was a fucking awful father. Yeah. Oh, uh, Chris for, Chris Elliott, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That guy You've was got diseases. He he plays dirtbag so well. <laughs> we're um, we're like uh, we're watching Shit's Creek right now. 
Oh, it's he, so good. He plays the same character in every, every this role. This is the exact conversation my wife and I had was Chris Elliott's good in the role, but he just always plays like the creepy like guy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch Cabin Board? Did you ever see that show? Of course. Yes. It's so first of all, I when I watched that show, I when it came out, I was as a kid. So I wasn't prepared for the out. You, you know what I mean? Like it's that's like different kind of comedy. That's like you know what I mean. It, and I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" And I just hated this guy because I felt he was so annoying. It was the same thing when I watched Bob. I'm like, "No, I'm with Richard Dreyfuss on this. This guy's fucking annoying. Fuck Bob." And which isn't that's the whole point of the comedy is like this. You know what I mean? But I felt the same thing about Chris Elliott. Everything I see him in, I'm like, "It's this is Cabin Boy again." He's a fucking cabin boy. Grab my strong hand. Him. Grab my strong hand is cabin boy. <laughs> this is cabin boy. Anyways, um, so yeah, so there, there's that. Uh, I don't think that Moby's a bad dad at all, but I get it. The nine years to tell a story. Jesus Christ, guy. Uh, let's get shit together. <laughs> like, let's take a writing class. Let's figure this shit out, man. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so that's um, I, everything else in my honorable mention I've been mentioned, including uh, including. Um, Al Bundy, uh, and I, I think Homer Simpson is a bad dad. I, I get it that there are more, there are many times where he there's like glimmer of like good dads or like where he's a good dad. Well, he's had like forty nine years to go up and that's down. What right? That's uh, what I was saying. I was about to say he's had thirty years, <laughs> and it's like yeah, there's multiple times like, yeah, but he has thirty years. Like I think overall, I, I don't I think, but he's he's exactly what you talked about. He's he's just negligent. He's just he's just uh like. The um dumb or whatever or however you phrased it. All right, all right. All right, here we go. See if that works again. Um, all right, so now on to our number ones. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. Uh all right. What do we got going on, guys? All right, so my number one is an animated pick. Uh, but, uh, and it is also a, um, a McFarlane one and it's Dan Smith. Oh, come on. Stan's not that bad, but I'll listen. Yeah. Stan Smith. <laughs> Stan- oh, wait, wait. Can we just talk about how you gave Splinter more of a chance than you gave Stan Smith off the bat? <laughs> Stan Smith, Stan, Stan Smith, like, like, I like Ninja Turtles is my childhood, right? But like, like nowadays, like, like American Dad is something that just I just get. So, but anyway, carry I here. listen. I have, um, and and I'm always in the minority here. Um, and Nary, you can attest to me always saying this i've always preferred american dad to family i'm with you on that I'm, I'm oh, me too like we're, I, all, we're all i think Dad's yeah I, I think yeah i i think that it's uh it's tighter it's wittier um like a, a family guy family guy is great in its ability to uh like feed off of so many different parts of pop culture but american dad is like what it does is is very targeted and specific but it does it so damn well and stan smith is just an awful piece of shit and he there is there is nothing that he won't do to further himself or america America, right? Whatever America. that may be, America. right? Uh, America, right? Um, and all I always go back to the episode very early on, where he basically pimps out Haley, 
to Deputy Director Bullock for a promotion. And it's not even like to Deputy Director. Oh, you're right. It's like the assistant (laughs) to the Deputy Director. It's like middle management, right? So, like, he is willing to pimp out his daughter. Uh, like but he, didn't they, didn't she already have a thing with him? Like Bullock, didn't she already? Or, or is yes, that like- no, she did, she did, and and uh, and Francine told him to like end it. It's gotta, it's gotta be ended. He was going to murder Bullock, and then when Bullock was like, "I think it's time to talk about your promotion," he was like, "Uh huh." All right. So my question is to you: So are you saying that he's a bad dad because instead of killing another human being, he let (laughs) the relationship that already existed continue? He let it continue because it benefited him instead of Mm. killing the person. Yes, of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Fair enough. No, uh, like uh, you're, you're, you're. uh, God, I don't want to agree. I don't want to agree with this. And the thing is, there's also there's no mental handicap there, like there is. Well, he's a Republican, so (laughs) true, true. Uh, (laughs) I don't. There's no diagnosed. There's no diagnosed handicap. But here's here's what I will say: to just to play devil's advocate, because I do agree that he's not a great dad either. Just the, the way you defended Homer and saying there's plenty of times where like all touching moments or whatever, he literally pointed a gun at fucking God to get his family back. That's true. So there are times where he was, you're right. There are times where he's awful and he's really bad to fucking Oh man, that was so good to too. His husband, he's like extremely the bad. Christmas story Jeff, episode. Yeah, Christmas, yeah. But that's not that's not his real kid, so who gives a fuck about that? But yeah, you're right. I'm not defending, I'm just saying that there are some moments. Every Christmas episode, when they mm-hmm. did the whole the 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 uh the reckoning, whatever it's called, the, the yeah, uh, whatever. Um oh my um souls go up and whatever. Yes. Uh, that episode was fantastic. All these episodes show how much he loves his family, but you're right. He he, he is he is pretty fucking shitty. As a, yeah, like I, I want to disagree with this pick so much because, like I said, I I love I love American Dad just so so much. But like you think about it, and like one time he cloned his son to make a yes. better version of his son because he hated his son so much that that would turn into no a no. He cloned his son so that he could prove to Francine she she raises one. Right. And, so, and, then, and then when he raised a kid on his own, he turned into a serial killer. <laughs> and Francine. Versus Francine Steve turned into some fat blob. Yes. He did so, so, so there the we go. When, when, when given a kid to raise on his own, he raised a psychopath. Oh, I want, oh this is another one. God damn, yeah, I want to be I want to be mad at this pick, but you're his right. Treatment, his treatment of Roger, which is essentially a, a, another child, like he's his Alf, right? You know, but um Alf was uh, the third child in uh, in in the Tanner family, you know. So it, it, the way he treats Roger Klaus, the fact that Klaus exists, that's hilarious. You know, Klaus is the Meg of of uh, of American Dad. <laughs> Klaus, Klaus, in my opinion, is the most underappreciated character on that show. Every line that comes out of his mouth is fucking gold. Just go, hold on, solid fucking gold. Oh. I'm, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, God. This is another one. You're so right. And I want to be mad at this pick because I love American Dad. Yeah, but so here's much. the thing. But, but here's you're the so thing. right. But you don't have to be mad at this pick, uh, uh, Daniel, because 
this whole show is everybody's bad and everybody's fucking screwed up in the yeah. show. Like, it's an animated show. It's not the same as saying Splinter, where Splinter is technically a good dad and supposed to be a good dad. And I'm just finding ways to fucking make, you know, to ex uh, exaggerate the shit that he did. In American Dad, he's legit. He's meant to. Like, all these animated shows, yeah. all these dads are meant yeah, to be you're bad true. dads. You're They're true. all you're meant true. to be bad. You you're know what I mean? They're right. like, well, that's I, I thought about putting him at number four because it was animated and because it's uh, it's so exaggerated from what real life is. But it's precisely because it's animated that they can exaggerate Correct. the things that you find Correct. in real life. And, and there are dads like that. Yep. Uh, not and they obviously don't have you know the accessibility to the technology to do what what Stan does to his family. But when you drive your son into a meth lab and think that's okay, then, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's, that's how you end up at number one on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. He's the, out of the three animated shows. <laughs> oh, Missy. <laughs> oh, Missy. I'm so sorry, Missy. <laughs> I don't even want to read that comment out loud to the audio listeners. That one got me so much. Um, Missy says, dad, what's a dad? Is that something kids get in Europe? <laughs> you're now seeing you're now listening to the audio version of three people walking backwards into the bush <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah so uh out of the three i think out of the three dads that we that uh from the fox animated shows that we talked about the simpsons family guy and and um an american dad it would be tough to say who's the worst dad. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm with you. Peter Griffin is a pretty fucking shitty dad. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, say what you will about Stan. I don't think there's ever been an episode where he physically hit uh, Haley with a baseball bat. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Thank you. scared me. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. This, all these shows are amazing. I love all these shows. Um, all right. So, uh, Daniel, what do you got for your number one? My number one is a show that I've brought up on this podcast before, and I think I may be the only person who has watched it um, at least as religiously as I watch it. Uh, my number one is Frank Reynolds, who is played by Danny DeVito on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Tabled. Uh, <laughs> We're on number one. What? I'm so confused. Um, I was like, are you tabling for Jeff? Uh, is that what you're doing? So Frank Reynolds is a guy who is – also just a shitty human being. So it's it, because everybody, this is another one. Everybody on the show is just a shitty human being. If you've not watched, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's Seinfeld turned up to 12. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in this show is terrible. They're awful. They always get away with everything. So they just keep being awful. But Frank Reynolds is a guy who is legally Dennis and D's dad, but biologically probably not so much. However, in terms of being a bad dad, this is a guy who has actively prostituted his son. He has turned his son into a gigolo because he, even though he had the money. So in case you've not seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there was an episode where the, the gang owed a bunch of money to the mafia because they uh, found a bunch of their coke and sold it for way less than it was worth. And, and even though he's rich and he had the money to give them to pay back the mafia, he wanted to teach his kids a lesson and make them earn their own money. So he taught Dennis to be a gigolo where he actively pimped him. He was a pimp, including he bought a chalice to be his son's pimp. He has attempted to pimp his daughter in order to gain uh, – 
to gain good, to be in the good graces of city officials. He is constantly running schemes with no he one time literally set his daughter on fire trying to make a viral <laughs> news video the the episode that that happens is is literally called sweet d gets set on fire and he is the one who sets the fires that burns his own daughter because he's trying to go viral with the news video this is a guy who continuously purposefully puts his children in harm's way solely for his own benefit or to teach them a lesson. He is always scheming. He's very smart. See, like my wife and I had this conversation, Katie and I talked about this and we were like, who's worse, Peter Griffin or Frank Reynolds? And she pointed out to me very succinctly, Peter Griffin's dumb and he does some stupid things, but it's because he's a stupid guy. Frank Reynolds is not a stupid guy. Frank mm. Reynolds is smart. Yeah. And Frank Reynolds actively chooses to use his children and to do terrible things I don't know, dude. to he was, his was children. Garbage man? Wasn't, his, wasn't he garbage man where he was like... Oh, my God. The trash, trash man, man when they were wrestling. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. So good. And he cuts Cricket's neck open with the trash can. Anyway, whatever. I look I love I love it's always sunny and Frank is he's they're all such good characters because they're so terrible and the fact that the core of it's always sunny is five people and one of those people is the father of two of those people makes it just shine it's like man Dennis and D are awful and yet their dad is somehow worse. There, and when, that's, that's how Frank ends up making it to number one. It's like, man, these two twins are just terrible people. And their dad somehow manages to outshine them so often. Played perfectly by Danny DeVito. Like when I've watched Always Sunny so many times. And when I go back, I start at season two because that's where Frank Reynolds shows up. And Danny DeVito and, and Frank Reynolds, the character he plays, they elevate that show to a level that's unheard of. He loves he all he and there's so this is a father figure, but not necessarily being a dad. He becomes another character in the show's AA sponsor, and by sponsoring, all he does is support his decisions. Right, so this is a fatherly role as a sponsor. So the guy's like. Uh, I think I should get high today. And he's like, hey, man, sometimes you got to get high, right? He's like, it's <laughs> literally what he says. He's just like, hey, sometimes you got to get high. And it's like, wow, even when you're, it's not your kid, but you're put into a paternal role as a sponsor, you're still terrible at it. So it's just in every element of Frank's life, he's awful. And just such a big element of his life is he spends all his time hanging out with two of his kids. So you just constantly see how bad of a dad he is. So my number one is Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny. There was one episode where the twins found um, a baby. I don't know if they found a baby or they, they somehow no, they, found it. they found it in a dumpster. So they found the baby. The gang finds a dumpster baby is yeah, the name so of that episode. They found a baby, and then they thought, man, we should make him a model. So they wanted to put him a model. But because they, because the kid was white, they're like, well, it was, white babies don't really smell that much or whatever. So they took the fucking baby to a tanning salon. <laughs> and they asked, can we put the baby in the tanning booth? And the, everybody in the tanning booth is like, no. 
No, that's you can't do that to a baby. They're too young. You can't do that to a baby. And one of my favorite lines of any show that I think back and I think about this line constantly throughout my life is he goes, the girl, the lady, who's the lady, the girl's name? D. D, yeah. D goes, D goes, come on, just to get a base. And then her brother goes, just to get, just to a, get base. a base, bro. It's actually Mac. It's not her brother. He goes, just to get a base, yeah, bro. To, like, she goes, just to get a base. And he goes, just to get a base. And I, that, <laughs> the way he said it, just to get a base. Also, it is, it is never confirmed that it's very heavily implied that Frank is biologically Charlie's dad. So legally, Dennis and Dee's dad, but also probably biologically Charlie's dad. So he is a father figure for three of the five people or three of the four people in this crew that aren't him of the worst people by the way and he's terrible to charlie too he takes advantage of the fact that charlie probably has an iq of like 55 <laughs> and, and and he takes advantage of charlie too while while playing it off as being charlie's best friend so that's the thing with frank is you've got two people in the show that he's legally the father of, even though it's never proven, but always assumed that he's not their biological dad. Then you've got Charlie, who is his best friend, but probably he is Charlie's biological dad, and he treats all of them super shitty. Yeah, and bad. they actually there's an episode where they go on family fight, which is family feud, and they actually say that he adopted Mac, um, so that they could be on family fight together. So legally, he might even be Mac's dad based on the canon of this show, and he's super <laughs> shitty to Mac too. So he's got a plethora of children on this show, nice, and he's nice. terrible to all of them. He's bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number one is Stannis Baratheon. Uh, I that's my number one pick. Uh, I felt uh, anybody when you kill your own daughter, you know, I think you rise to the number one slot uh, slot of, of of being a bad dad. You know, uh, and uh, emotional and and mental abuse is. Awful. I walked away from the show. For two solid weeks, like I was in it, I was in like a spin where I was watching the show four or five episodes a day. Walked away for two weeks after Stannis burned his daughter at the stake. Um, I, I feel bad now because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching week to week, so I, I had like seven days to get over it. Mm, no, I was like binging before the final season because I had watched some and then taken a break, so I was binging yeah. and I was like, I I need a I. Me and you were done right now, Game of Thrones. I binged the first five seasons, and I took, like, I was watching four, five, six episodes a day. Like, just boom, I was on a cruise ship just watching those episodes. And then the the, uh, the Red Wedding made me, I, I was like, I got to go take a break. I'm out. <laughs> I got to take a break. Uh, but then when I saw him kill his daughter, I was like, man, that's fucked up. All right, next episode. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but I don't know. Something. By uh, the end of this, we're just putting our faces on this, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So he killed his daughter. It was awful. Uh, I remember that year, Father's Day, when Father's Day came, all the stereotypical uh memes of Darth Vader came like oh happy father's day and happy father's day and I just put Stannis Baratheon as a meme and I put happy father's day and I think now it's common practice but that year it was like I remember one of my friends was like thank you I'm fucking tired of seeing Darth Vader holy fuck I, but, uh, <laughs> 
kind of rough. I mean, again, like just an like just a you know, he he was manipulated. Say whatever you want, that's fine. But you killed your daughter, so like you right. knowingly, consciously killed your daughter. It wasn't like oh, I dropped her off a ledge by mistake. It wasn't. I was. It wasn't even like I was driving drunk, which is still your fault. But you know, it's not that. It's no, she was. I fucking told people to put her on a stake, and I lit the fire. Like that's a fucking other issue, man. So this goes back to. Your uh, look, I'm I'm not disagreeing that Stannis is a bad dad. Don't don't take this as that. Just the fact that you put him as number one. This goes back to your like Captain America argument, right? Like, does the one? <laughs> I sound like I'm downplaying murdering a child. Does the one thing that you did that's awful earn you a number one spot? I'm not disagreeing that Stannis Baratheon has a place. In this discussion, I'm just arguing that well, maybe your number one's too high. So when's that? When that one thing, that <laughs> one bad thing you did, is a final thing that can, you can't redeem yourself. You can't come back from death. Stephanie so, says, "Yeah, when it's a murder, it's yes." <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. It's like when it's that one thing. That's the same, the same thing we have in a Captain America argument, where I was like, "Yeah, he killed." The parents, they can't come back. There's no coming. So when it's something final, it's not the same thing as Stannis Baratheon being like, well, the only bad thing he did is he didn't, you know, he didn't go to her graduation. It's like, yeah, Are you talking about Mike Brady now? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's a part of me that wanted to put Mike Brady, but I was like, no, I can't do that. That's a that's an American. He's a bad husband because he didn't even sleep in the same. Oh, no, he did sleep in the same bed as his wife. I'm it's sorry. They were like the first ones who slept together. No, no. Lucy slept with her, with, with Ricky, but later Later on in the in the later on in the later seasons, not not in the, the very first the very first couple episodes of I Love Lucy, they had separate beds. Even though oh, okay. the audience knew that they were married in real life, but like after season two, they were like, "Hey, everybody knows we're married, right?" That's not fucking. We're not- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like uh, I the reason, and and I know that you you very cleverly had us glaze over this when we were talking about Tywin. The reason I went with Tywin over. Uh, Stannis is yes, you're right. Murder is like the worst. Oh, and I'm not saying I, I I would definitely not. I'm not having a con- I would not have the conversation of who's a f- worst father because right. And, and the and I I just I didn't want to have 50 percent of my list be Game of Thrones because I very easily could have. The only the reason whole, I picked Tywin is because he actively used his children. This whole all three of them could have been all Game of Thrones dads. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> there was one good dad and his name was Ned. There was it. And everybody everybody else who's a father on this show was a piece And they of killed dad. him before season one was there. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> I, mean, I remember brutal. five years after the fact, I'm here on Facebook like, hey, what the fuck? Ned Stark? Really? <laughs> yeah, there's, there was. It's like, man, there were like three good people in this show, and you just managed to murder them all. So, yeah. but yeah, this whole this whole episode. But yeah, Stannis Baratheon is fucking. Uh, they're all bad, dude. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. you're you're absolutely right. Stannis Stannis is Stannis is awful, man. Like it's and, and you're right because it's this whole next level thing where yeah, maybe you were maybe you were consumed in a cult or whatever, but man, killing your own kid. Yes, that's, that's next level shit. Uh, yeah, ultimately, I, I, that's that's the thing that stopped me from putting him on the list is um, like pe- people who get involved in cults. Like there have been studies that have been done on him. If 
sorry, and sorry. me. Yeah, sorry, I, I, was trying, I was trying to do it fast enough that you guys wouldn't like just keep. Yeah, sorry. there's uh, there's there's something fundamentally missing in their lives, and they're trying to fill it. You know, so there's uh, usually something with with depression going on there, right? Um, so there's there is something psychologically wrong with Stannis. There's something wrong with him. You know, right? The, the fact um, that the fact that and, it would place any with, sort with of religion or power. It, Right, over right, right, over right. his family, but but the, uh, and like like Daniel, the fact Daniel, that he here's the argument you could have made towards this pick. You could have said, "Wait a minute, you don't pick Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin because they're mentally handicapped, but you pick Stannis Baratheon because that's clearly a mental handicap because, no, he's, being, now, because he's being mentally manipulated." One could argue, but you that, but but a lot of people with very high IQs get swept up into cults. Right, like you don't have to be, you but don't have to be mentally handicapped of, to be swept that, into a cult. No, 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 that's not what I meant. I meant that there's still a form of mental manipulation. Okay, yeah, therefore absolutely. you're not acting, yeah. therefore you're not acting in your right mind, so to speak. So you shouldn't be held accountable. As, as we talked about with my Captain America pick uh, uh, a few episodes ago, I don't give a fuck. You're still, like at the end of the day, um, that you don't want me in your jury because I there's no in my mind. I'm like, well, you still did it though, right? You're you're your, your Rorschach, right? There's yeah. black and there's white. There's, there's no gray area. I, I mean that that is a gray area. That wasn't him. He was being mind controlled. Sure, yeah, sure, not, sure. But people still died in at the of your hands. So I mean, no, not at his hands. At the hands of Hydra. Uh, okay, the, that was that episode is past. At the Moving. order of Hydra. <laughs> no, no, that that wasn't an order. If it was an order, he would have had the ability to say, "I'm not going to follow this order. I quit." And he could not do that. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, all right. well, not not. I guess. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, I don't agree, but you know, we're uh, this is my saying. You're, I guess you, so, you can, so, you can be wrong. So, that's okay. okay. So, mind control is not a matter of opinion. Back to Stannis. Uh, the the, the difference is Stannis wasn't actively mind controlled. Stannis was swept up in something. Right. Yeah. Right. Like there, 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 you know the 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 premise was always that Winter Soldier was actively mind controlled. He was a drone. Stannis was just swept up in something, and he and so to your point, Neri, Stannis let his thirst for power and his and his his belief in the Red Witch bring him to this point. Like I, I still firmly believe, had the Red Witch taken off her bracelet. Before that, he would, and he seen her, and, and he, and he, he, he had seen the titties because they were good yeah, titties. Yeah. There were some good titties. They were the good titties, bro. The moment she turned into that old lady, I promise you, Stannis <laughs> would not have done that shit for some old lady. <laughs> this is what the Lord of Light is promising me. No, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Droopy ass titties. Hell no, nah, I ain't kidding my dollar for droopy ass titties. Right. In my face. But like, uh, but the I mean, red witch he was seeing. Maybe, maybe we're guys. thinking. Maybe I'm we're making you. some choices. I'm with you guys at all of that. Um, I just, you know, I have a very young daughter, and so a very, Fair enough. very much personal to like. Look, I can't, I can't argue time. against Stannis. I can only tell you why I picked Tywin instead of Stannis. And, and I don't argue, and I, that argue, I don't even argue that. I would never even argue who's a worse father because both of those men are fucking evil, evil bastards. I would never even have that. I would, I would love to be in that conversation and just, I would be that guy that just agrees to everything. Yeah, no, he's. I would literally watch it like a fucking tennis match. Solid. Okay. <laughs> he was awful that he did do that. Um, 
All right. So, uh, so the list is. Um, Tywin's uh, the only one with multiple votes, I think. Uh, Tyron Lannister, uh, Stan Smith, Frank Reynolds, and uh, Stannis Baratheon. Um, yeah, he is, right? Tyron is the only one. So, so if we, we take everybody's number ones, ones and plus Tywin, yep. we've got four. There you go. Kind of worked out that we didn't have a fourth today. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even Jeff, if you're listening or you're watching, I know you couldn't be on tonight, but I just want you to know I did not pick Sam and Dean's dad, and I thought about it. You know, he made some lists. That guy made some lists, and the only I there's people that I didn't put on this list. There's people that I didn't put on this list because I never watched the show. So I never watched um that show with the Bluth family. I don't I don't even Arrested Development. I never seen Arrested Development. George George made a lot of lists, but the one who made only like one or two lists and I would have put him above is Job. Yeah, Job was way worse. And, yeah. and and it's just it, being a father was less of Job's Job's story arc. That's why I went yeah. with George instead of Job. Um, but I just want you to know, Jeff, I did leave Daddy Winchester off this list. And I thought about it. Uh the other one that I that I thought about, but I haven't seen the last season of the show, and it's one of my favorite shows, just that life got in the way, um, is Arlo from um justified i love that fucking show mm. uh, i think there were five seasons and i've seen four and i i truly believe it's one of the best shows on tv that nobody i saw that about. one pop up but i've never watched justified so I, I he it. and arlo is an awful father but since i never finished the show i don't know if there was any kind of redeeming arc in the last season yeah, so you, I, you couldn't oh. quite justify the pick Correct. Ah, ah, I see what you did there. All right. So the final mountain is uh, Stan Smith, Frank Reynolds, Tyree Lannister, and uh, Stannis Baratheon. <laughs> that is a list of Solid shit. Happy Father's Day, you filthy animal. Oh, See, man. We, 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 we take it, and then we turn it on its head. We do bad dads. <laughs> <laughs> and next year, we'll do bad dads. Uh, movies. And, and movies. And Dave already has <laughs> Dave's already I, got my, I got my list done. It's good. Dave's just going to get drunk on that day. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, yeah, do whatever you guys want. I already got it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, honestly, God, thanks, Dave, for changing your list. Like, I, we honestly, we just thought, I just assumed, and I, I you know, I just assumed, but I appreciate it. Hey, I, I thought I was going to be uh, so unhappy with my list, and, um, yeah, we can see it in your face. <laughs> you were super pissed, and I was like, I don't know, man, it's just a list. Yeah, Nobody no, I, I was, but it's, it's on me because today was very hectic, and I, like, there were parts of the day where I just didn't look at the chat, and not that it was that active. Uh, I just, like, I just, you know, go in and respond to something and then move on. But it, um, it's funny that you say that because, like, this week, Vanessa took the kids uh, to the beach with their parents, right? And uh, because I have a potential job coming up, I can't be around a lot of people because I'm like, I can't be, I can't catch the COVID right now because uh, I have a job looming. Uh, and so... I'm like totally by myself and I'm like looking at the chat like no nothing okay I'll, I'll wait <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm posting shit like I've got summer school and then I nap what about so that? I- <laughs> article I'm like, no, nobody cares okay I cool. was I was dead today because summer school nap that was my whole day and then I and then I ran so yeah so I just thought it was funny that David's like oh yeah I was so busy and I'm like fuck man it must be nice <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I watched season five of The Flash. I'm on season six now. Like, I'm hell on yeah. This shit. Like, I'm so bored out of my mind. Speaking <laughs> of dads, I'm about to wrap this show up and go watch Sopranos with my wife. We're, we're about to finish season that's one. Another, ep- another, that's the one we were talking about. No, we were talking about Breaking Bad, right? We were talking yeah, about- well, I was talking about Breaking Bad when, when he said he bought Correct. his son a car. Tony, Tony's one who's up and down. I was really hoping it wouldn't have to come up because my wife can hear and I didn't want to talk too much about Tony because she oh, doesn't see I, Sopranos. I, my, my wife and I have, we're up to season four, maybe season five, I forget, uh, of The Sopranos. So we're late and like we have never watched a show before. And she she's like, what about Tony? And I was like, I don't, I asked her, I go, do you think Tony's a bad dad? She's like, eh. He's up and down. He's, he's up not a, and down. He's not a good guy, but he's. Uh, I'm like, but what? Just what? like in, in case anybody's wondering, the guy, one that we've been alluding to when we talk about buying a car, we've been talking about Walter White. Walter White's like a terrible human being, but probably he was really good to Walter Jr. Most of the show, he bought him a car. What he was doing was technically for the betterment of his family, even though in the the season finale, spoiler alert, he admitted he did it for himself. Yeah, but so that that's who we've alluded to multiple times throughout this episode. Now that he never came up, was Walter White was one that I fought with a long time. I don't think he was a bad. I, I think he's I a, don't think he was a bad dad. I think he was a shitty husband. husband. And a shitty person. I think it was a terrible husband and a shitty person. I think think you know what? You know what? Skylar is a way worse wife. She is. She is probably bullshit. No bullshit. No, no. no. I I challenge you to watch Breaking Bad again if you've only seen it the one time because Skylar is not a terrible wife. Skylar is not a terrible character. She is. She is very possibly my least Mm. favorite television character of all time. Yeah. My third watch through of Breaking Bad, I came to appreciate Skylar, and I know this is a whole other episode, and we're just rambling now. But listen, man, I I, I haven't watched Finch the one time. I'm not gonna (laughs) rewatch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna rewatch Breaking Bad. I, I will rewatch Breaking Bad if all things go well and I get the gig that I'm supposed to get. I'm gonna be out for a long time, for months at a time, and I will be fucking rewatching Fringe and rewatching Breaking Bad. Skyler is a piece of shit as a wife. Skyler gets a bad rap. I will take it to my grave. And I will say that uh, when you guys are talking about him being a bad husband, I was like, wait a minute. He was he may have been a shitty husband. That's only because he had the fucking worst wife on the planet. Let's go, Stephanie. Me and you, Skyler, ride or die. Uh, They don't really. Wait, what's Skyler? (laughs) All right. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's it. That's our mountain. Thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you guys check us out at our uh, at, at punk underscore Phoenix. If you want to get in contact with Daniel on his Instagram. We and are Twitter. Uh, and Twitter. That's right. We are on uh, all the social medias at MT Geekmore. So, make sure you guys check that out. Go on uh, geekbro.net. Check out the other podcasts on the geekbro.net uh, network, including Pero Let Me Tell You, Child Like a Best uh, with Mike Valdez, uh, Dose of Ellie, and uh, What's So Bro podcast. If you're watching this live now, which is only one person, so it should be Stephanie, uh, Woo, uh, Woo Bro tomorrow. So make sure you guys check out uh, Woo Bro tomorrow. Thank you guys for checking us out. That's how lists are made. <laughs>